St. Philip Neri once said, Never say what great things the saints do. Oh my goodness, what great things the saints are capable of. No, no, don't say that. But rather, what great things God does in his saints. First off, the saints are men and women who were perfected by divine grace. They are masterpieces of grace. They were reshaped, refashioned by God's mercy, day by day. They weren't people who self-improved themselves, no, but rather people whose hearts were forgiven, wounded by love. As a church, we all live by this fundamental experience of mercy. On the one hand, we are targets of mercy, but we're also made ministers of divine mercy, sent forth to overflow this love upon the world. In the first reading, we see David, who was being chased to death by King Saul. And now he has the opportunity to strike down his opponent to eliminate the enemy, Saul. He had the chance to harm the one who was causing him harm. But when Abishai, one of the leaders of David's military staff, is about to hit Saul, David says, No, 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 don't harm him. Don't lay hands on the Lord's anointed. David spares Saul's life. David exercises mercy on him because David has God on the horizon. David's benevolence over Saul, this not taking advantage of his enemy, is rooted in his relationship with the merciful Lord. Yes, it's not a, a quality proper to David himself. He is following a truth that is greater than himself. And we'll see in the future the many experiences of mercy that will be like life-saving and redemptive for the future King David himself. Evil can't go around, for there is a loving and just God who governs history, who governs all the history. So David's point of reference uh, to that great act of mercy, to that great act of graciousness and kindness, is the Lord, not David himself. St. John Paul II would say that mercy is God's power. Mercy is as a divine barrier, a divine shield against the evil of the world. Only mercy can set a limit, can put a limit to evil and prevent it from spreading and multiplying. With the psalm, we pray, The Lord is kind and merciful. It is proper to His essence. It is His very nature. God is love. Love in action, constantly pouring itself out, mercifully pouring itself out. That's who God is. But on the other hand, the psalm also says, He knows of what we are made. The holy and merciful God understands our human weakness. And thus, He is always ready for forgiveness. His mercy is everlasting, slow to anger, abounding in kindness, not according to our sins and crimes, not according to your sins or crimes, does He deal with you. This is how God treats us. And in the second reading, we hear an essential word from St. Paul. The first man, Adam, was earthly, 
the second man, Christ, is heavenly. The divine Son of God takes our human nature, He takes on Adam's nature, and fills it up with His divine love. So, He gives us His Spirit. And by participating in His nature, through the gift of His Holy Spirit in us, we are enabled to love from Him and to love like Him. My friends, our biological and physical life, the life that our parents gave us, is a kind of life that defends itself, that protects itself. It cannot do otherwise. So, now, from the outpouring of the Holy Spirit into our hearts on, because Christ gave us His Spirit, we live off of a new source of life. Christ Jesus gives us His own holy, divinizing, sanctifying Spirit. Through the sacraments, through prayer, through reading and putting into practice the Word of God, through the growth in our spiritual life, we come to participate in another nature, a divine nature. When we grow in intimacy with the Holy Spirit, we participate in a nature that, are, uh, that is not ours, but it's divine. This is how divine charity is grafted in our souls. This is how we can love as God loves. And this is how we can love our enemies. And it is here that today's gospel starts to make sense to our earthly minds, you know. We're, ta we're talking about a gift of love that cannot be forced or mimicked. It is in and through our frail humanity that divine love, heavenly love, shines forth. And the activity of this divine power in us makes our humanity radiate with beauty. It is God's own love, His Holy Spirit in motion within us. That is why people who love with this merciful and sacrificial love, this Christ-like love, they're beautiful. These people are noble. They bear a remarkable spiritual beauty in their faces. And a fun fact is that when we read in the gospel, do good to those who hate you, do good, The original Greek text says, do the beautiful, do beautiful to the one who does you harm. Surprise evil with beauty. Surprise evil with the greatest of the attributes of divine nature. Merciful love. According to St. Therese of Lisieux, St. Faustina, the greatest of all attributes of God is his merciful love. When we are loved and forgiven by God, the way we love acquires divine features. And this spiritual beauty is a fruit of the Holy Spirit at work in us. We need this coming together of our humanity and the Spirit of God so that in our ordinary life, something extraordinary, something divine might break through. The Holy Father said to the youth, uh, the word youth day in Krakow in 2016, that, I quote, Pardon is the instrument placed into our fragile hands to attain serenity of heart. To let go of anger, wrath, violence, and revenge are necessary conditions to living joyfully. End of quote. 
My friends, it's so hard to forgive who offended us, I know. But so many joys we let slip through our hands just because we are, like, wrapped up in our pride and refuse to forgive. The problem is that little by little our hearts grow insensitive and time makes reconciliation more and more difficult. We are being invited today to welcome and cultivate that supernatural humility of love, like Jesus on the cross, who, with a scandalous love, forgives those who were crucifying him. With a scandalous love, he offers the other cheek to whom didn't deserve it. And at the end of the day, my friends, who deserves this kind of love? Who deserves it? Mercy wouldn't be mercy. It would have no meaning at all if we weren't all flawed. We are all flawed. Today, open yourself to receive and to give mercy. It is not a simple moral effort. No, it is grace. It's a mighty river that flows downwards and then drags you, drags us upwards. We become children of the Father Most High, the merciful one, and by grace, we're turned into what He is. Be merciful as the Father is merciful. And when we begin to live according to the new logic, the new life of that grace that is given us, how beautiful life becomes. Let us pray together with Saint Faustina. O Lord, I want to be completely transformed into your mercy and to be your living reflection. May the greatest of all divine attributes, that of your unfathomable mercy, pass through my heart and soul to my neighbor. O Lord, help me. May your mercy pass through my heart, through my soul, to my neighbor. May your mercy, O Lord, rest upon me, rest upon us. Amen.